Uh, give me a check, check. Check, check. <clears throat> One, two. We ready to rock and roll. Whatever you want to start us off. All right. Good morning. And good morning, Zach. Party time, right? Uh, this is another freshie that we have available for you for Music to My Beers. My name is Zach, and I am joined by Warren. We are with you Sunday mornings, 10 to noon, almost every Sunday. Yeah. Can the, we just say almost? Now that life is starting to get back to normal, I think we're uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, done with the reruns, at least until the second wave hits us in the fall. So, uh, yeah, fingers for, crossed for phases. For, for the time being, we are back, and now we just wish the rest of the craft beer community would uh, would also come back. Mm-hmm. It is. We, we've, we've been missing a few guys here and there. Yeah, and I don't know if you saw the news earlier this week. The parent company of Hopcat in Grand Rapids and Detroit, and I think Nashville now, has filed for bankruptcy protection. Bummer. No more crack fries? Mm, I think they renamed them. Oh, okay. Crack fries was, was too controversial about a year and a half and change ago, so they they changed the name. And now look what happened. Here they are filing for bankruptcy, but uh, yes, sad. Uh, we have a lot of show planned today. Darcy will be back with her chick pick. We have to talk some craft beers. We start to ease off the old quarantine. Bars are starting to open up. We're starting to get out a little bit more. It's glad to have you aboard. This is Music to My Beers, and this is Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. Yeah, we like to introduce ourselves every time we open our yaps. If you're new to the program, I'm Cluck. That's Zach. And uh, we do this every Sunday from 10 to noon. We are by no means... Uh... Uh, beer snobs or uh, know-it-alls or even Cicerones, I would say. I'd say we're just aficionados, fans of the craft. Yeah, and if you wanted to use like sports talk, for example, we're not like a Jim Rome or a Dan Patrick. We're more like the Chicago super fans. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're not Dumb pedigreed. Bears. We've done very little actual training. Uh, all we've really done to get our own beer show is work at a radio station and love craft brew. So here mm-hmm. we are. We spent enough money on it, I feel like, at uh, our local bottling shops and yeah. or the bars when they were open. Yeah, and uh, and now that things are starting to gradually roll back into place, and you can uh, go to a restaurant here or there, and you can have a beer uh, here or there. Have you been out recently? Don't feel bad if you haven't. I haven't. I The only thing that I've done when I've gone out is I've actually just done stuff to go. Uh, I did Yakida last weekend, which was super fun. I was broadcasting over an Elkhart, and so I'm like, I'm right down the street. I might as well just call in an order. Hey, and so I did, two birds, one stone. Two bud. birds, one stone, and and so I got the uh, the crawlers, which are awesome because, like I, I mentioned this, I think last week they're like seven bucks for a crawler. So then you can you can buy three of them for like twenty one bucks and just take them on the. They have a, a nice crawler thing to hold them on, like almost like the the six pack. Oh, fun stuff! So um, you can just grab that, and then they had pizza and stuff that I was like, I took home to my wife. So we we had pizza and beer on the porch from. One of our local favorites. Uh, we had a bunch of family in town yesterday because it was uh, my birthday party. Happy belated birthday. Thank you very much. I'm now 40 years old, so I'm coming at you uh, with more wisdom than I did uh, merely even a week ago. Uh, we had a bunch of family coming into town, so my wife was making preparations all week, and she was like, I don't want you to buy anything. Don't worry about it. Just tell me what kind of beer you want. I said, I don't know. Get something fun. Yeah. So she spent all week stockpiling sixers of like, <laughs> you name it, but they're all in a pile in the house. And like, you know, when you're hungry and there's like a party coming, but you're, you're like, you can have anything you want, but don't touch this or that. Right. Exactly. Like the whole refrigerator was full of food I wasn't allowed to eat. But then the entire front room, there was a massive pile of probably, I don't know, 15 different six packs and, wow. and different cases of uh, of beer that I wasn't allowed to touch. I just had to sit there and look at it. So 
Uh, yeah, we had our fun yesterday. It was a good time, but I'm also in the position of being left with a load of beer at my house. <laughs> yeah. Don't you love that? All the oh, dude, it's the greatest thing about having a party in your backyard, inviting a bunch of people over, is that you you are 100 percent guaranteed, unless things go really sideways, to be left with a ton of calico random old beers. And we should probably talk about this too, you know, because the summer parties are are something like what you should bring to a summer party. Because that's one thing that I love too. When you're the host, is that a lot of people don't feel like taking the stuff that they brought home. I mean, I. I know for me, I, I hate being the guy that's like, oh, yeah, I might as well just go through this cooler and start ripping out randos that I, I, I want to take home for myself now that I'm about ready to leave the party, you know? Yeah, you feel bad. And I think that all, for the most part, you and I both have both agreed since the dawn of this show that it's bad form to bring, like, a really fun 12-pack and then gather up, like, the remaining three before you leave and be like, well, I'm out of here. See, I'll take like, my beer with me. Yeah, usually that's, like, left for, uh, eh, like, the people who are you know, host. hosting. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a tip. It's whatever. Like, I feel all the beer was left in my house is mine. One, because we paid for most of it. But but two, I you know, we trashed my place. So yeah. I need something to sit down while I'm cleaning up. But uh, one of the things she picked up that I am that I had a lot of fun with yesterday was the, uh, the big Lagunitas variety pack from Costco. Ooh, now, what I've, came in that? Buying at Costco is fun. I've been burned before, though, when I got a, a, I got a super cheap, like, 24-pack of Goose Island IPA, and, and I, I bought it. It was out in the parking lot. You're like, hey, dude, watch the expiration date on that. And I looked down and thought, ooh, they got me. Oh. I bought it on the the uh, the best fresh buy date. The premium, premium yeah, but, price. Uh, it, was, it was just, it was fun. It was a bunch of different Lagunitas, like the... Um, I'm spacing. What's a little the, something? Uh, the super cluster. Yeah, a little something okay. was in there, but it was just it was a nice variety. But also, it was four of each, so oh. there, was, there was plenty. And then we had some natter days, and it yeah. was just yeah. I wanted to keep it relatively yesterday low low ABV because you know people were coming at various times. We were kind of keeping it to 25 people at any given time, so I wanted mm-hmm. to stay upright coast throughout the day yeah yeah if you could check my on tap though i got to do a few things yesterday it was it was good but yeah i've probably i picked up 36 cans of beer from around different various coolers this morning i got them all tucked away in the fridge so that's awesome yeah so i'm i'm off beer buying for probably the next two weeks it's gonna be pretty sweet that is awesome well happy belated birthday <laughs> and you. uh you. and welcome to another year around the sun right yeah. Is that how that goes? Yeah, this has been a, uh, woof, 2020's been a goocher so far. I can't wait to see what their next decade has in store for me. <laughs> How'd you end your 30s? Oh, man, quarantine, civil unrest, economic collapse, you name it, all the good stuff. Probed by an alien. How was your drinking week? My drinking week was pretty good. I picked up uh, some new stuff here and there. I went to uh, a Belmont and was looking for that 1975 or 1985, the one from that you mentioned from New Belgium. Yeah, 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 the new 1985 uh, Voodoo Ranger. Yeah, and they were all out. All out. And now they were running a sale for it, so I mean, it's no surprise it's the new hot item, and and it was on sale. But um, I was I really wanted to try that, but I ended up picking up just the juicy haze in the can, which seven five, smooth as all get out. New Belgium is one of my favorite craft, if you call them craft type breweries. Uh, yeah. I think one of the things they do really well, and I found out, like, you know, I, I like a, a, like, we'll take uh, M43 from Old Nation, for example. It's a 6.8%, uh, relatively low IBU, hazy IPA. It's good. My favorite beer of all time is Bell's Two Hearted. That's yeah. uh, almost about a percent higher at 7.7. Seven. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, almost all of uh, New Belgium's 
Voodoo Ranger series falls in that seven four to seven eight category. That's really in my wheelhouse. I know how to make how many I, I can have. I know mm-hmm. how many I can't have. Right. <laughs> but it, it also it, it packs a different punch than than an M forty three, which which I like. And then if mm-hmm. you take you know other from Old Nation Boss Tweed, that packs too much of a punch. Oh yeah, yeah. That's like what eight something. Yeah. Or, uh, and the fun thing about the New Belgium is they're not a celebrated enough. And we'll say, like, you know, if you're a really nerdy craft brewery, you know that if something hot's coming out, mm-hmm. you know it. You mm-hmm. got it. And you never know really what's coming down the pipe. I just sort of walk down the store shelves and I'm like, hey, new Voodoo Ranger. Yeah. And they always do a pretty good uh, different variety pack. Sometimes they do the whole Voodoo Ranger variety pack where you can try a bunch of them. And their Imperial IPA, which clocks in about a nine something, is is a great bang for your buck. Much like we always talk about uh, Hop Stupid from Lagunitas. It's that's a because of that being such high ABV and, and such high IBU. A ten, what was it, ten sixty nine or, or four four thirty nine? Right? No. Yeah, yeah it's four sixty nine for a bomber. Four sixty nine for a bomber is a great price. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it's funny to watch the genesis of this show sort of develop from when we first started five six years ago. How we were like, you know, it doesn't matter how much it cost. It doesn't matter where how you all you want is you get the hardest to get stuff you can get the best tasting stuff and as we get older and other things start eating up our time and money than craft beer hobby it's like you know what I'm just looking for my dollar's worth I yeah. just want my dollar's worth and uh, we even talked over the whole covid quarantine thing that your buying habits change where I used to go out and, and buy as many you know things that I haven't tried at all is I've allowed myself to get one four pack, mm-hmm. you know, every week or two that I haven't had or something fun that's a little on the high dollar range. Yeah, you know, I've made sure I've I've tried to keep up with the bare hands releases. Mm-hmm. They've been doing a great job, but just a little bit, and then fall back on something relatively inexpensive like a like a hop stupid or an all day. Yeah, something something that's right in that because we're all. I mean, I would say that we're all probably counting our pennies right now, being that the. It, Economy's not where we want it to be, and this I is was not counting a- my pennies before this. <laughs> I know, but yeah, I mean, we're 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 making our educated buying decisions. You know, I get I get a little. I'll go for the the big twelve pack of something good, and then I'll also get um something a little better for in a four pack. Yeah, and and it's also funny as long as we're talking about you know your, your beer budget. Remember uh, when we were when this thing first started, and and festivals and concerts and events were just falling like flies. Yeah. Then we found out, like, four days before tickets were supposed to go on sale, that Dark Lord Day at Three Floyds wasn't happening. But I'm glad that it didn't, because, if you know, two tickets for that event would have set you back about 360 bucks. Yeah. And I would have been really upset that I spent that money, because I didn't. none of us knew what we were heading into at the time or how bad this was going to get. But that would have been, you know, I would have been seriously regretting it and probably sold my tickets just because, you know, having the cash on hand is a little more important. And I could have done more with that than... Then, you know, my allotment of Dark Lord plus my variant and then try to flip it on my way out the door to make even more money. Imagine if they would have had the event and then you go there and you spend yeah. $300 on coffee again. And I haven't heard a whisper. So it's, it's like, yeah, I couldn't afford a Dark Lord day. I'm glad they didn't have it because I could not have afforded it and I would have player hated everybody who went. You're right. But uh, it, it it's fun to, th- to think that's still something we might be able to see before the end of the year. I don't know whether or not we had the dudes last week that Three Floyds Brew Pub isn't going to reopen for a while. Mm-hmm. And you know, don't cry for three Floyds. They're they're going to be fine. Yep. Uh, they have this other thing called brewing beer and selling it that'll keep that place afloat. But you do wonder because they shared the post that they're going to eventually try to sell this or or find a way to offload some of this Dark Lord and these variants they have. I haven't heard a whisper about it since then. You know what I would do if I were, were them because it's what we all do with their their beer is we take it down to the basement and we don't talk about it. We don't even look for it until later on in the year or even next year. That's when we typically have opened up 
the new the new Dark Lord. I mean, it's been around Thanksgiving and whatnot. So I would just sell her all that stuff, find a ways to to hold on to it, and then I'm I'm sure the demand for it's going to go up even more because it's like this never been released Dark Lord beer and. I, I mean, I could see that bottles being double the price of what they would be. Yeah, and and not that this is why they closed. I know it's purely economic and safety reasons. But if I had, if like the beer geek in me had to determine why they closed the brew pub, it was because they knew when they opened, everybody who walked in there was like, "Can I buy some Dark Lord? Mm-hmm. Where's the Dark Lord at?" And <laughs> how, if you were an employee at Three Floyd's Brew Pub, how sick of hearing that question would you have been? That would have been the first thing out of my mouth when I walked in and got got a table. I'm like, oh. Hey, uh, I know you probably get this from everybody in here, but uh, what does it cost to get a bottle of that new dark, that unreleased Dark Lord? What were the variants this year? You know, I put a sign up on the door that says, do not ask about Dark Lord. Yeah, it would have been worth their while to close just to avoid the headache and hassle of everyone who walks in there knowing they've got, uh, geez, 10,000 bottles of Dark Lord uh, in the back along with all the variants. Eh, that's not why they closed, but I, no, can totally, I, know. I, I can totally see that. Yeah. And now, a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with music to my beers, B-Movie. Real Rock 103.9, The Bear, uh, I am Cluck with Zach. This is music to my beers, and we've reached the corner of the show. The first uh, we, first in our series of features here every two hours of the program on Sunday, we pair music with movies, we give it a rating, in a little segment we've dubbed the, the B-movie. B-movie. And I'm going to go first. I picked this movie this week because my birthday, <laughs> past birthday alert, I turned 40 on Saturday, or on Friday. Excuse me. Jeez Louise. Party done Saturday. Yesterday. Okay. 40 on Friday. But uh, we're going to pick the Judd Apatow movie from 2012. This is 40. Yeah. This movie came out 2012. I was 32 at the time, so I didn't really have a frame of reference. I, My wife and I don't have kids. It was a little bit lost on me. I do intend to go back and watch it now that, you know, <laughs> I am 40 and see if I laugh a little bit harder than I did. But uh, as always, it's a Judd Apatow movie. It's great. It takes off from uh, his movie back in 2005, 6, 7, somewhere, Knocked Up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the same couple was in there. Yeah, same characters, just a continuation of the story. And it's super funny. Saw it in theaters and uh, and laughed my full head off. John Apatow doesn't make crap movies. No, he's smart. He's he and he has his cast of characters that come along with him every single time. Yeah, like the, his the, wife's in like every yeah, single movie, seemingly. Yeah, it's the uh, the freaks and geeks cast and crew. Yeah, like, that whole posse of people. And uh, Paul Rudd doesn't do a bad movie. Mm-mm. He's Unless- handsome. He's got boyish good looks. His high set cheekbones make me weak in the knees. But uh, everything he's been in from What Hot American Summer on. Ant-Man, you name it. It's classic. There's that show on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it, but he plays himself and a clone of himself. No. I gotta check it out. It doesn't... Hey, it is not the way they make it look in the trailer. They make it look like a, wah, wah, Paul Rudd lives with himself. He can't stand himself. It is a super, super dark comedy. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot of fun, but not something you want to sit around and watch with the kids. <laughs> okay. uh, but this movie is, is awesome, and I am going to go back and watch it. Maybe this week. Now, now that I'm freshly 40... Uh, I'm going to give this, though, two 40s of, don't get too impressed, I'm going to go Budweiser, America's King of Beers. Dude, because you're king. Yeah, and, right that was, now. and that was one of the first 40s I ever remember buying. It was it was that and King Cobra, both from the <laughs> Anheuser-Busch family. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. Budweiser on a craft beer show, but uh, there, you know what? Every once in a while, you got to get back to your roots. Yeah. Zachary? Um, I, I fully uh, enjoyed this one as well. I... I loved Knocked Up, and I I was really excited. I remember when this, I heard this one was coming out because I'm like, oh yeah, that's it's kind of the same cast and characters, and and it 
seems funny. I'm I'm not quite that age yet, but uh, much of it is is pretty relatable, you know, with families and stuff like that and whatnot. But uh, you you stole my thunder. I was gonna say King Cobra because that was my go um, ahead. Go no, ahead. No, 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 no. Because I have the the other one that I was. Uh, I think it was my first my first. 40 or one of my first 40s and if i when i turn 40 i think hold me to this okay i want to do edward 40 hands it's like nine years from now i'll okay. never remember okay <laughs> i'll be too old and forgetful by then i want to do edward 40 hands of saint ides oh 40s. you got a death wish bro i don't That's... even know i don't even know what my bit what my body would do with malt liquor at this point it would probably oh, reject it oh wait you had D- dkml right or is that craft malt liquor? Craft malt liquor. Okay. I had one of those recently, dude. They it ages spectacular. That mm-hmm. that and Doom are turning out to be two of my favorite beers from that whole Founders Barrel Age series. I love it. I love it. So I'm gonna go with uh, two Saint Ides because that was one of my first ever forties from my college years. Not to get off subject, but you mentioned yeah. King Cobra and you had some back in the day. Oh yeah. You know what's sad is you're too young to remember King Cobra in the wide mouth bottles. Oh, really? It used to come in wide... When I was in college, it came in wide mouth bottles, just like Mickey's. Did. Yeah, the Mickey's. And, yeah. and I think all the 40 companies used the same, like, really, really wide mouth bottle. And then all of a sudden, it seemed like one summer, they all went away. And King Cobra was the last one besides Mickey's to hold out with that big, that big wide mouth. <laughs> you know what that was? Because the worst. that's what you need. The most of it in your body as fast as you can. I still think about the days of sitting around in a college dorm room, and you take your own 40, and you slam it on somebody else's 40. And that was the biggest... Douche move of the... (laughs) And now that things are opening back up again, life is returning to normal a bit. We can be here more often. Yeah, yeah, it's it's nice. I mean, we we could have done the whole Zoom thing, but I don't know. It's Uh, it's so whack. Well, it's like... It, it's, it's it's delayed weird. a little bit, so it's like you talk over me, I talk over you, you know that type of thing. I mean, not that we're we're as flawless as you know a sewing machine. We don't we don't run that smooth when we're both here. But to take right. but to take us and put us then on a Zoom call and try to you know put it in, do it live. It's just it's too much. So this is what you get. Yeah, and we'll do this as much as we possibly can, as as we can offer the freshest of the fresh episodes. We will do that. But we've got some pretty good shelfies as well. That if I know that we were talking about our podcast back in the day, but. Uh, or just a minute ago. Yeah, I did realize, digging through some of our reruns, that this beer show, let's say between January and February, those aren't fun ones to relive because we're all still full of hope. We're like, Dark Lord Day's coming. plans. We have beer festivals, you guys. Remember beer festivals? <laughs> and, and and then, wow, you just it hurts your heart to think of all the things we were looking forward <laughs> to in 2020. But things are starting to get back a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, we, haven't, we don't have concerts on the horizon, but... Um, Beer beer festivals can't be far behind. Yeah, the, I, I think I saw something about um, beer festivals being planned for like September even. And I know that there's the virtual beer festivals that are kind of yeah. popping up here and there now. Um, but what the uh, the casinos are opening up here pretty soon here, right? Yeah, the next week or so. So I know that Four Winds. They, I think they just postponed that, right? We got to do some research on that. But I know that we we're going to be a part of their beer festival, which is super cool because it's the Rock and Brew in. Inside, yeah, and I feel like like uh, Four Winds New Buffalo, Four Winds South Bend, and Four Winds Field downtown are all oh, great yeah. great places. Just because of the raw square footage, I mean, look at the parking lot at all right. three of those places. That's a perfect place to have a beer festival, but still maintain some semblance of uh, of social distancing. Mm-hmm. I'll drink in the rain too, rain or shine. I'll come out. <laughs> I'll hang out. You know, it doesn't really matter what it is. Zach and I will show up. Just have one of these things, but. <laughs> 
Uh, what are you looking forward to most? Is it beer festivals? Is it regular bar activity as as we used to know it? What do you what do you miss most that we we haven't walked out of here yet with? I think what I really miss most is getting together with friends, like just on a whim. You know, because typically now it's got to be planned out. If you're going to do any kind of social activity or social gathering, it's like, well, what do you want to get together or do you do you still want a social distance? Like we're still kind of coming out of the, the tunnel and we we're all seeing the light. We're like experiencing the sun for the first time again. And I just for me, it's it's just getting together with my buds and it would be great to get together at like a local watering hole. But I know that that's really hard to do right now, too, as they're not up to 100 percent. Yeah, and I think, what, 4th of July is the on-target date for Indiana when everything's supposed to be full throttle, wide open. Which is ironic, because nobody wants to be indoors there. They want to be out on the lake yeah. and cruising around on a boat. Yeah, but even then, I don't I, I don't know if they, they allow everybody, when Holcomb allows everyone to go out and populate the bars 100%, how many people are going to be excited to go out and be at a bar that's at that cap- that capacity. You know, I don't know yeah. that. I hope we all are. I hope I am. Hope I hope it's safe to go out, but I just, I, I don't know. But I do miss being able to just, on a whim, say, you know what, let's go to... X bar and just hang out for a while, and yeah. whether it's you know whether it's a craft brewery around town or or a beer bar or even just a regular neighborhood bar. Yeah, where you know the nicest thing you're going to have is like high life and Bud Light. Sometimes it's still nice to just go out, plunk yourself down, and you know watch TV. Huh? Yeah, I, I still look back on the days before all this stuff was happening. We met up at Hot Station and yeah, that we was got right a couple of those hard coffees. Yeah, right before all this crap started. So that was so fun just to hang out, enjoy couple of beers there and yeah, it was fun jason earlier this week was talking he, last weekend he and his family or he some of his friends and his wife went out and had cocktails at a bar out on the patio and he said i will never take that for granted again that night at hop station right before all this closed i will mm-hmm. never take a chance like i will never take an experience like that for granted where we went out where then we just well, who do you want to hang out with so we just called everybody we knew and we're like hey here's where we are come on out yeah and uh like Southwest Michigan Brew Tours, another thing I miss during this mm-hmm. whole thing, because that was something my, my family and I did every summer, was we would take a brew tour and go around to wherever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, we did a lot of that at work, and, and man, had some great experiences. We've met some great untapped friends, but... Um, beer dinners. Beer dinners are one thing yeah, that I'm looking forward to. That's another thing I can't wait to come back. Man, that was a good time, too, that Founders Beer... Or no, not Founders, the uh, the brewery beer dinner yeah. that we were there. At, uh, at LKT, and I know yeah. that, you know... We have the cellars and the grill. We could make our own beer dinner, but it's not the same. I want to show up and be impressed by someone who knows what they're doing. <laughs> not like me. Like, yeah, I made these jalapeno slider cheddar bombs. And uh, also, here's the cheeseburgers. Yeah, here's an IPA that I found in the back of the fridge. These pair well together. <laughs> Got the hot dogs rolling on the grill. A couple of crispy boys in the cooler. Remember when uh, about an hour and a half ago, Zach and I said we weren't experts, we're just fanboys? Well, there you go. There there you have it in a nutshell. This is the segment of the show where I throw three beers into a mixer sixer, Zach throws three beers into a mixer sixer, and uh, we give you our suggestions. Our only criteria is it have to be things we either had or want to have. Yeah. So any beer. I'll go okay. first. Um, my two, my, my three of them, rather, for the pick six this week are two that I've had and one that I can't get just yet. Haven't been able to find. Haven't been lucky enough to score, but I know I'm going to get it in the next two weeks. The first one, I had a bunch on Friday, had some yesterday to ring in my 40th birthday. This will probably always be my favorite craft beer. My ultimate go-to is Bell's Two-Hearted. Nice. Yeah. Happened to notice it was fairly fresh. It was about two, three weeks old, so it uh, tasted extra good. But there's just something that it's a weird... It's a weird beer because it's really good in the wintertime, and it's also really great in the sun. Mm-hmm. You know, and I could drink them year-round. And also, and we've laughed on the show forever, that it's it doesn't really matter what t- 
type of establishment you're at or where in the country you're at, you're usually able to get, if they have one craft offering, it smells too hearted. I like it. The wife likes it. Kids love it. I don't know if kids love it. They shouldn't. But uh, the next one, and you and I talked about this series earlier, the the show. I'm a big fan of this series and just about everything they put out. It's at, at worst is interesting. At best is fantastic and refreshing. This variety you could only get in the variety pack. It's the uh, Voodoo Ranger from New Belgium, the mm. XPA. Ooh, They're, what's that all about? It's the experimental, they call it. Pale ale. Oh, that's yeah. In, that's in their Voodoo Ranger Mixer 12-pack. It's about $16, $17, depending on where you buy it. And it's got the classic Voodoo Ranger. It's got the uh, the hazy Voodoo Ranger, the juicy, and then it has the XPA. The The nose is fantastic. The taste doesn't quite live up to how juicy it was, but uh, it's strong. And I felt like I had to throw it in as sort of a weird flex. Like, I got a variety pack, and I had something in it no one else has had. <laughs> I basically spent $17 so I could get four beers that I haven't had. It's all good. And the last one, and I've seen this start to pop up on Facebook and in the Music to My Beers group on the Facebook page, is the Enjoy Buy from Stone 7-4-2020. It's got yeah. the, they did the red, white, and blue American flag motif. Let freedom ring. Yeah, can. It's an unfiltered IPA. And uh, as always, I've never been disappointed with an Enjoy Buy uh, ever. I, I didn't think the Enjoy after bottle they did a couple of years ago was particularly worth it. Yeah, it was it was a little more of a dumpster fire. I feel like interesting at the very least. But uh, I'm gonna throw the enjoy buy in there. They, you, those usually run about twenty bucks a six. Or was just man, come on! I forgot about the real dumpster fire that you shared with us earlier this year. The uh, the uh, the stone and um, arrogant bastard collab. The ooh. arrogant bastard Jägermeister collab. Yes. yes. On one hand, I would like to have a beer that is worse, but I would also not like to, to find out what is worse than that beer was. Disgusting. Sriracha wasn't that great, if you ever had one of those from uh, Rogue. Uh, negative. Not a fan. Uh, those are my three beers. Uh, Mr. Miller, let's hear yours. Okay. Um, so, in honor of your birthday, I just had this one uh, to close out my birthday month because I thought it was kind of a turd. All right. May, may take a picture of me right now. Just throw okay. something for social media. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Um, so the birth birthday bomb I would throw in there from pa- Prairie Artesian Ales. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, pretty solid. I don't know what the birthday bomb. I was trying to figure out what, because I've had the regular bomb, and I've also had the deconstructed bomb, which is pretty cool because they take all the flavors and they just they have the, the malt and the hops and everything like that, but then they add, like, chilies in one. Um because, Vanilla and another... Yeah, because there's the bomb, then there's the deconstructed bomb, where they yeah. put all the different flavors and adjuncts into different bottles. Yeah. This one, I, I don't really know. That I think... was the first... Those, that original Prairie Bomb was the very first expensive small bottle of beer that I remember buying. It was set on the counter, and I thought, $9 for a 12-ounce bottle. Yeah. No way. And then one day, I walked in there and, and bought it, and this mm-hmm. is when I, when I was first starting a cellar, like learning about how to collect some of these stouts and how to keep them properly. And I remember thinking what a baller I was because I want this nine dollar <laughs> bottle of beer. But yeah, now now whenever you see it, it's a must buy because it's always fantastic, and uh, and all their bomb series are are great. Yeah, it clocks in at a thirteen percent too, so you know it's a good bang for your buck. <laughs> yeah, the other one I'm going to throw in is not as uh, not high as ABV as that. It's a I think it clocks in at a four two, and it's the new Keystone Key Lightful. You were preaching the, extolling the virtues mm-hmm. of this beer to me. I think it was on Monday. You're like, bro, I had this. It's amazing. It's a new Natterdays for this summer. It's uh, raspberry, lime, 
like kind of Radler beer, much like the Natter Days, you know, is like the the lemon and strawberry. Do they do the smart thing where they only make it available in giant packs, like twenty four oh, yeah. packs? This one they have. I think I see a thirty pack here online, but okay. I got mine in a twelve pack. So all right. I was able to. I I wanted to dip my toe in. I didn't want to go all in with a thirty pack. Twelve is dipping your toe in. <laughs> Bought a case. Um, and then the last one that I'm going to throw in is one that I picked up from Yakida. It's a local one, which is delicious. It comes in crowlers and growlers. And it's test subject number five, pale ale. So good. This one I would swear by. It's a, it, I think it's like a 5% uh, low ABV pale ale that has a nice hop bite. But it's crisp and clean and delicious. Um yeah, I would. I would hit that up. You know, we talked a minute ago. One of the uh, the odder the odder things about quarantine and the entire craft beer world, more or less, shuttering its doors. Uh, the clip at which I've been buying beer merch also fell off. You and I, whenever we went to a craft brewery or an event, we would usually almost always come home with a T shirt, mm-hmm. which is where the beer shirt Thursday thing came from on our Instagram. I, I was thinking about that this week, actually, because I, I'm going through my beer shirt uh, drawer, and I'm like trying to find something new, something different that I've never worn before, and I'm like, nope. I feel like I've worn all these shirts back to back to back to back. Yeah, I've, I'm eventually working my way down to like the Corona Extra shirt from Panama City Beach I got in 1998 that doesn't fit. That's all I'm going to have. I have one of those where it's like all the different ways to ask for a beer in a different language, and it's Corona Especial. The, the, the last two that I got, the last two beer buy, beer shirt buying, because and uh, and we still have to do like the merch show eventually. Mm-hmm. I love craft beer merchandise. I don't care. Like I, I love it. I try to buy it wherever I go, but I, it was um, Goose Island for Prop Day back in November. And then my wife and I spent a week in Cleveland over the holidays and did a craft beer tour of the entire metro area. But after that, no craft beer stuff at all because everything is shut down. So it's going to be nice when things open up again to get out and buy some more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I look forward to that. The more craft beer you drink, the bigger you get, which means the more shirts you need to buy because you outgrow the old ones. It's true. And then the other ones you turn into a quilt. And then you, <laughs> <laughs> then you have your grandmother over and you're like, yeah, let me eat a quilt, me, Ma. It's made out of these beer shirts because your grandson, well, this is his hobby. I was wondering, There's a, I think there's a quilt lady at the farmer's market in South Bend that does those types, like where they turn t-shirts into blankets and stuff. And I'm like, I wonder if... I wonder how much it would cost to turn some of my old beer shirts into that. I have two collections of shirts. There's the beer shirts, then there's the borderline offensive, I was in my teen and 20s, music concert shirts. Like, Here's my typo negative shirt. I've got a Cannibal Corp shirt that I only wore. I only had the balls to wear one time after I bought it because I thought, what, what am, where am I going to be seen with this? What am I going to wear to church? The potluck on Sunday? <laughs> So embarrassing, but it will be it will be nice to get get out and, uh, and be able to flex our our spending muscle. But that's also uh, it has to be a big chunk of like a craft brewery's revenue stream because mm-hmm. you walk by after a couple of beers, you see that big wall of shirts, and you're like, yes, I do want the forty five dollar Dickies work shirt. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah, I've, I, n- I've never once walked into a place wanting a t shirt, but walking out, I'm like, you know what, man, I had a great time here at the Silver Harbor Brewing Company in St. Joe, Michigan. I want to remember it for the rest of my life. Get I shirt. need that shirt. I want to pretend like I'm brewing there. It's like, yeah, like you look like a brewer. You look like one of the guys, you know, in those dicky shirts. I, I belong here. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't even matter. Michigan City here in town doesn't it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. I gotta have the shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. Uh, looking forward to the next couple of weeks. Any particular drinking events? You get a party coming up. You, uh, what do you got? I already said my big plan for the next few weeks is to drink off the excess beer that I was left in my house yesterday. Yeah, I don't. I mean, as far as drinking goes, right now it's been mostly my wife and I taking the kids over to my in laws' place, and we've kind of converged with them, and and we'll have some uh, we'll have some drinks by the pool. But 
other than that, like all my parties and my social gatherings have been my my schedule is pretty clear through like August right now. So no big plans for Fourth of July. My parents I think are coming into town from Atlanta. But other than that, it's just going to be low key stuff. But I I do enjoy the parties. I like I like coming out and just you know bringing something a little nice, a little special, throwing that into the mix in the cooler, and then you know it's it it creates good conversation. If somebody's like, oh, what's that? What do you got there? And then you could be like, ah, have you had this? And it's either a yes or no or does, your, does it pair nicely with your father in law's often expired IPAs? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, uh, what did I try this past week? You've had it too was... hard, but have you ever had a refrigerator age for a year and a half too hard? <laughs> yeah. That and um, he had Stella Artois in there from a couple Christmases ago. Oh! Still crisp, still nice. Okay. And you know what? If there's only one left, you're going to drink it. Yep. Uh, we have to get to, uh, well, i got a couple of things coming up. We have to end the show, obviously, and to run down news and notes and see if there's anything at all headed our way. But now we have to get to Darcy Murphy and her weekly chick pick. Respect the drip. Hey, it's Darcy with your chick pick. So uh, I had a beer over the weekend, well, last weekend, that I hadn't had in a really long time and I forgot how much I enjoyed it. It's from Windmill Brewing. It's the Meme de la Creme. First of all, it is a hazy New England style IPA that clocks in at 9.4%, but it does not taste that way. It is dangerous, my friends. It is mango. It smells like mango. It tastes like mango. It's mango color. I love it. It's one of my perfect beers for this time of year. The weather's hot. The beer is great. And at 9.4%, uh, you can have one responsibly, right? Or share it with a buddy or a significant other, mom. It doesn't matter. Share it with someone. It is absolutely fantastic. So that's the beer I'm going with. I'm Darcy, and that's your chick pick. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Time for news and notes where I grab the microphone. I tell you a little bit about what we have coming up, what we can look forward to, what you might be seeing on the shelves, possibly in the near future. He spit some hot fire. So we were talking about Three Floyds earlier, and I think I mentioned this last week. Have you at all on the shelves seen Pride and Joy 3000? Uh, the only time I've seen it is on check-ins. Bummer. So people are actually having it around the area. I guess. Oh, man. Got to get a hold of that. That would be super delicious. I, I wonder if my palate can remember the previous Pride and Joy recipe or if it's changed nah. or they just changed the name and the style. No, because that was what? I want to say five, eight years ago. I mean, Pride and Joy hasn't been around for a long time. I remember when you, yeah, you told me about Yum Yum that they had created their sessionable IPA back when that was like the it craze after all day. Yeah, I would forget about uh, Pride and Joy, but every once in a while, the Wings Etc. on uh, the south side has a an old Three Floyds cool. It's I don't know what that part of the cooler is called, but it's the top of the cooler. Ooh, yeah. And there's this Three Floyds, but it has all the classic Three Floyds characters. You're like, oh, the Pride and Joy, I remember that. But other than, I mean, it's it has to be five, six, eight years. Yeah, it was off the shelves before this show started. We've been on five years. Yes, yes, very true. Because it was on its way out shortly after, I feel like shortly after I got married, which was seven years ago, and it was after that that it, it started disappearing. Yeah. Bummer. Well. Well, it's back. It's back. It's back. Yeah. Pride and Joy 3000. Um, um, yeah, if you've seen Avengers Endgame, you know. Yeah. tie in there. Um, have you ever had Lawson's Finest Liquids, their flagship uh, Sip of Sunshine IPA? I have not. That's a sought-after whale. That it much like Hetty Topper or um or why am I blanking on Russian rivers? Pliny the Pliny the Elder. Pliny the Elder. So that that liquid uh, their sip of sunshine is a sought after one from the for Vermont area. Okay, and you you don't see it in these parts, but they're now doing the little sip 
from them, and it's a little bit less uh, ABV. It clocks in at like six two, but okay. I'd be I'd be curious to try both of them if we get our hands on that. Um, and the other the other thing that I would throw into news and notes is fingers crossed. The Michiana Festival of Beers put some out something out earlier this week. They're looking for breweries. The brewery registration is open right now at festivalofbeers.us, and they're planning on Saturday, September 26th. Oh, man, that'd be great. Just as the weather starts to turn. Field. There we go. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yes, finally, something new in news and notes. Put it's it on the calendar. Been a while. Bank it. Uh, for us, thanks for stopping by our corner of the beer universe, and we will see you back here next week. I'm Warren Cluck with Zach Miller. This has been Music to My Beers. Cheers. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.